0: And we're back on the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast with Podcast Guy. wow well, thanks for having me, man. Be talking
1: to some of the fans up in the, the Pacific Northwest.
0: Your are got him, yeah. Pretty good, darling. Pretty good.
1: Yo! We're
0: the Boros Twins. They know we by like to the over to the horror show.
2: Freaking me out, man.
3: <laughs> Freaking me out, Joe! We are leaving the station! Hell Train, take us out!
2: Hey, this is the l We're back for another uh, great one this week. You're really going to enjoy this week's podcast. Before we get to that, though, I got a friend here to help me out with an opening. Uh, He's been on here once before. He is, like I said before, the original Tiger King. The Tiger King wants to be this guy. It is Scotty. Too hotty. What's up, man?
3: How we doing, Lyle?
2: I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I was telling you off the air, I fell out of the bed about 3 in the morning with a... uh, nightmare after i'd already got a shot in my one arm yesterday my left arm because i got my second covid so that's sore as hell i feel great though but then i fell out of the bed having a nightmare landed on the other shoulder which has already got some kind of a tear in it that i've got to get seen next week for Skinned the knee up landed on my hip so you know i'm gonna be taking some Tylenol all the day and uh, just kind of maybe taking it easy i don't know if i'm gonna get that yoga session in today
3: don't be embarrassed. We've all fallen out of the bed with a nightmare. It's okay. It I will re- only get better.
2: My wife says I let out a scream and then just went flipping out of the bed.
3: What kind of scream was it though? Was it like a guttural Viking scream or was it like a smacked in the face scream?
2: Uh, It was probably like something was about to kill me kind of, you know. You were scared very, for your life. Yes, scared for life type scream from what I understand. that's horrifying but man how are you been doing man it's been a while since we chatted man what's been going on with you
3: yeah this pandemic era is really messing with my mind i need to go to a live show stat either a concert or a wrestling show it's part of my soul, and it hurts to not do that. So I've been watching way too much wrestling. Like I have a <laughs> weekly schedule where I don't watch anything when it's on TV. I have all the apps and whatnot. Right. So I'll watch like NXT, then I'll watch AEW, then I watch MLW, then Ring of Honor. That's usually like my schedule. And then whatever is streaming live on independentwrestling.tv, I'll watch that as well.
2: <laughs> so anything. Uh,
3: the hectic schedule to keep up with.
2: So aren't you uh, back to work and stuff too? You were out of work for a while like some of us,
3: right? Yeah, I left to work in March and now I am back at a different place of work and things are doing well.
2: How was that going back after uh, all that? You know, time oh, off. Oh, it's
3: fine. I slide right into it like a nice pair of underwear.
2: <laughs> I got to admit, my like after six weeks off, going back, it was kind of kind of nice for a change to actually go to work. I know that's a weird sounding thing, but it was like no, it's not. It was weird sitting home all those weeks, just you know ordering food every day and watching wrestling and watching you know reruns and marathon TV.
3: Just getting disgustingly fat. That was what I was. doing.
2: <laughs> Who was I talking to? It was Rich Puccini? Uh, I think I said his last, last name wrong there, but the, uh, the, uh, the announcer for, uh, Defy and, uh, some other stuff, MLW, MLW, but he was telling me, he's like, man, I've been home so long. Porn hob's not even fun anymore. No. <laughs> I thought that was great. Oh man. So, uh, you know, you've been watching some wrestling. How about some, uh, you've been watching the football like everyone else, right? Keeping up on it. I, I stopped watching after my Seahawks look like completely like they never played football before.
3: Oh, that was the best game of the year for me to watch. I, I hate you. enjoy watching the Seahawks get their asses handed to them.
2: <laughs> Why such a Seahawk hater, man?
3: Because I'm an Atlanta Haw- uh, Falcons fan. I almost said Hawks. I'm mm. an Atlanta Falcons fan, and Russell Wilson has been destroying Atlanta for as long as I can remember.
2: Well, I remember that one year you guys beat us with about 35 seconds left when I thought we were going yes. to the championship game, and then suddenly Matt Ryan threw a couple long passes and it was over. I couldn't even believe it.
3: I actually went to Buffalo Wild Wings in Bellingham to watch that game with all my Falcons gear on, and stood up after the game with my arms raised in victory, and I watched as all the Seahawks fans cried into their Buffalo Wings. Oh, man. It's quite the day.
2: So, you know, speaking of your Falcons, man, what's going on there, man? They looked uh, pretty terrible this year. They
3: are getting ready to screw up the draft big time.
2: (laughs) Is that what they do?
3: They are in position with the fourth pick, and they should draft probably – the linebacker from Penn State, Micah Parsons, but they're not going to do that. I know this is not going to happen. They will probably draft a quarterback because that's what the fan base thinks that they want it to happen. You are a Seahawks fan. You're familiar with this line. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. I know what they need. They need an offensive lineman. Why do they draft a defensive lineman? What the heck? Yeah. This, is, this is how the fan base goes. <laughs> so instead of drafting the player that is needed, they'll draft what is going to make the fans happy. And that'll be a quarterback. And that'll be the wrong thing to do.
2: Why? Because Matt Ryan, when I see the guy, he usually looks pretty great.
3: Matt, yeah. So there's lots of things that they need. They need an offensive lineman. They need a running back. I would like to see them take uh, Panay Suel from Oregon with the fourth pick. And then in the second round, Najee Harris from Alabama. That would be the start of a great draft. But I don't think it's going to go that way for see, the Falcons.
2: You guys need John Snyder, man. He knows Hi. how to draft.
3: <laughs> John Snyder. He
2: doesn't even like, you know, even use first round picks very often. He trades down, gets more other picks. All of a sudden you got Richard Sherman down in the fifth round, all of a sudden, you know, it's crazy. I don't yeah, know how he keeps doing that.
3: He's still kicking around. I think he plays for the Niners
2: still. Yeah, you know, I think he had a decent season there last year or whatever when they went to the Super Bowl, but he's had two hurt years too, so I still feel I'm a Seahawk fan that was kind of like, yeah, we had to let him go. He was making a bottom just tons of money and he was starting to break down. So and we needed to fill in other places. Uh so I don't know how'd you feel so there's,
3: about that? there's there's two games tomorrow. Yes, correct?
2: There is two games tomorrow. There's
3: yeah. two games tomorrow. And I would like to see a Green Bay and um, Buffalo Super Bowl, I think.
2: That would be pretty fantastic. You know, I got nothing against the Chiefs. Those guys are fantastic. I felt sorry for home my home's getting blasted last week like that. He's gonna uh, play this week. He's gonna play somehow. I hope he's really okay though, because you can't be fooling around with that stuff anymore. But uh, I'm yeah, sure he's been through a million that, tests, and I'm sure the NFL is looking after everything too. So, but yeah, I would love to see Buffalo in there for one. They kicked the Seahawks' asses earlier this year that we couldn't stop them at all. That quarterback, man, he's like this Josh six Allen. foot five dude or whatever he is, and he's just running around like crazy too, man. That he's man, he's a great, great quarterback.
3: Yeah, so uh, then I would like to see Aaron Rodgers get another Super Bowl because Buffalo does not deserve a Super Bowl.
2: <laughs> Just keep the tradition going of losing.
3: those That dumb Bills Mafia, they've got to be the stupidest fan base I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Every time you see a win, they are putting people through tables, which is cool in a wrestling ring, not cool in a football stadium.
2: <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, those guys I, are. I don't know. I think I'd like to see Buffalo win it. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Aaron Rodgers. I never have been. He's obviously the Hall of Famer quarterback. You know, he's got a Super Bowl. But uh, I don't think I'd want to see him win two Super Bowls. I want to to see him even with Brett Favre. And I would not like to see him win his second one before Russell Wilson.
3: Oh, there you go. Spoken like a Seahawks fan.
2: That's right, baby. No, but I just respect Buffalo too, man. Those guys kicked ass. They finally got rid of, you know. Brady in their division, and look what happened. They took over.
3: They sure did. They are on fire. I
2: I hope Buffalo, I mean, uh, Tom Brady gets his ass kicked, definitely,
3: by Green Bay. Yeah, I'm glad that they beat the Saints. As a Falcons fan, I like to see the worst for that organization. And now I'm not rooting for Tom Brady at all.
2: (laughs) So, obviously, we all hate Tom, but, uh, you know, you're a big-time Saints hater. Um, do you hate Drew Brees personally? Because, you know, he seems Absolutely. like he's a decent man, good man.
3: He's horrible. <laughs> there's nothing good about There's always something in his closet. I guarantee you this. <laughs> Every time I see him with a, with a special Olympics sign behind his back or something, I'm like, there, no, this is not happening.
2: Mm-hmm, there's got to mm-hmm, be a problem. Mm-hmm,
3: he <laughs> cannot be so nice and be a franchise quarterback for that organization. It's just horrible.
2: <laughs> All right. So your final pick. Is Green Bay. Mine is Buffalo. Super Bowl. Mine is Buffalo. Cheese heads. (laughs) No, no cheese heads, man. But you know what? Cheese heads. You know what? Something we both agree on, and that is cheese. Fantastic cheese that goes on the world's greatest nachos, baby. Why don't you tell us all about it right now?
3: Nacho Mamas this week. Thursday, they're going to be at the Stoop Brewing in Ballard from 5 to 8. On Friday, the Hoppin' Hound in Bethel from 4 to 8. On Saturday, the 30th, the Urban Family Brewing in Ballard from 1 to 7. And on Sunday, in Ravenna Brewing in the U District from 3 to 7. Their specials this week, the Walker Texas Ranger Nachos. Oh, yeah. Shredded Cheese Sauce, Lone Star Chili, mm. Sour Cream, Sweet Bell Peppers, and Cilantro. cilantro. Also, the Lone Star Chili. Mm. Texas all-beef chili topped with sour cream, sweet bell peppers, and cilantro. And for dessert, (laughs) Campfire S'more Brownie. Say it again. Say it again. Campfire S'more Brownie. Oh, yeah. It's a fudgy, smoked, dark chocolate brownie with a graham cracker crust and toasted marshmallows. My God, that sounds delicious. Check them out at NachoMamaSeattle.com. Use the hashtag nachos and beer. It's Nacho Mamas. Goddamn, they're delicious.
2: Oh, man, and find them on Twitter. At Nacho Mamas. SCA on Twitter. At Nacho Mamas Seattle on Facebook and Instagram. Aren't you hungry now, Scotty? Take that,
3: Steve Miggs. That was the best read you'll ever hear in your career, buddy. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Woo! Oh, man. Thanks so much for doing that, Scotty. Love it, love it, love it.
3: Awesome podcast, my man. I hope everybody listens and enjoys it. Check out Nacho Mamas and the big fat big big fat.
2: Uh, The big fat
3: (laughs) The Bigfoot Pro Wrestling podcast.
2: (laughs) Anyway, let's get to this week's show. Dude, it was a great show. Guys like yourself, guys like Fred the Alien on Twitter. We're hoping for this one. And it happened. We got the one and only Fergie and Nick. Border Patrol baby and you're going to hear from them this week. Uh we laugh, we have a blast. Man, I talked a bunch of wrestling, talked a bunch of other stuff. It was one of those usual podcasts that suddenly it lasted an hour and 20 minutes. So uh I can't wait for you all to hear it. Scotty, I can't wait for you to hear it, man. And uh dude, should we just head out for the day?
3: l train. Let's leave the station. Woo!
2: Hey, yo, this is the Ultra, and we are back for another fabulous episode here on the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast. I got the one and only Border Patrol. We got Fergie. We got Hello. Nick. What's hey. up,
1: bros? Not shit, you?
2: Dude, I'm just chilling out here on a uh, Thursday night. Just had the day off yesterday. Had a great uh, day in America, but uh, not about me. How are you guys right now?
1: Doing pretty good, man. You know, just <clears throat> got off work here and cracked my first Steve Weiser, and I've been looking forward to doing the pod for a while, but you've been a busy beaver, so what exactly have you been doing with the, the like, what do you do for work?
2: For work, I work at a uh, primary care place, oh, uh shit, a, medical of office, so we get the brunt of the folks, right? you know, not just regular stuff like physicals, diabetes, you know, all the stuff that we see in my place, you know, broken hands, fingers, all that kind of stuff. Um, cool. you know, old folks coming in us. that need help. You
0: see wrestlers in there all the
2: time. Uh, not too many wrestlers, as far as I know, they don't break kayfabe, you know, I can't be talking about that kind of stuff. I'm a professional, but anyway, but, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff, but, uh, and we've been dealing with the COVID lately, suddenly tons of COVID vaccines. there, trying to get all that situated and, uh, doing my thing, had to uh, reschedule a time or two, but, uh, man, that's what's going on with me. Uh, what's going on up there in Canada tonight, man.
0: I mean, and, yeah. I mean, hockey's uh, back. All right, hockey's you guys back. got. Yeah, I mean, like let's let's wrap this up so we can go watch some hockey. I think you've got enough <laughs> here. So, uh.
2: all right, yeah, man, we'll see you guys uh, <laughs> this next week. Uh, with drops, we're gonna watch hockey now. Never mind. Go ahead.
0: So, we'll come back on next week and give you the uh, scores and shit.
2: <laughs> well, speaking of that, man, you guys big hockey fans?
0: Huge. Absolutely. That's the first thing we bonded over. Really. Yep.
2: Hockey yeah. was the first thing you bonded over. Tell us about that, man. Uh, all of a sudden, you guys knew each other. I'm going to ask you about all this kind of stuff here in a moment, but just tell about the hockey piece.
0: Oh, dude, like the first day I was in training, I didn't, I didn't see Mike. I didn't see Mike for like a week or two until mm-hmm. like training was like on. And uh, I think you were wearing like one of those like Leafs shirts or something. He's always like rocking like Leafs merch and stuff like that. And uh, Or it was the hat. is that old drinky Dink Leafs hat you had. He's
1: wearing and, it right uh, now.
0: Yeah, and I was like, oh my God, look at that thing. I gave him a hard time about it, chirped him a bit. And then uh, we just started bonding about hockey. And then I realized slowly, like, none of the other wrestlers are really into sports. And most definitely aren't into hockey. So I had Mike <laughs> to talk hockey
3: with.
1: Went a long way. I mean, now every year for the playoff, he's a Boston Bruins fan. Yeah. I'm a Leafs fan. They're fucking rivals. Boston beats the Leafs in the playoff every year. <laughs> the last since pretty much Nick broke in, that's yeah. been going on, and we've been watching those games together oh, yeah. every year. It's fun as hell, but I mean, fuck, the Leafs have <laughs> been one by now. Yeah,
0: holy
2: shit. Yet. Hey, I want to just acknowledge a dude real quick here that uh, really set up this uh, podcast uh, between us. You know, I mean, I know of you guys, but he was like, "Hey, man, I sent a, I sent out one of those tweets. I was like, hey, she should be on the podcast." You know. And he's like, check out these dudes. And he was uh, at Fred the Alien three sixteen on Twitter. Man, uh, you guys know this guy?
1: Oh fuck yeah! He's our biggest fan. I he love is. the Alien. He is our biggest fan. It's unbelievable. Like
0: <laughs> he gets like every once in a while after shows, you'll check Twitter, and he's got like a couple cool pictures, and like he's always got something nice to say. It's like just a dope, nice
1: dude. Yeah, <laughs> Good to have on our a, side. <laughs> a great Alien. I don't even want to call him a human, a great alien out there. We've never met in person. I think he. we said, like, you know, come to us at a show and we'll yeah. buy you a drink. Yeah. And he, He's too shy. You know, he doesn't want to get exposed by the FBI or anything. So he <laughs> keeps it low profile. <laughs> but, yeah, he's a fucking great guy. So if you're listening, Freddie, thanks for setting this up. And you're the man.
0: Absolutely. When shows are around. Uh, let, me, I'm not gonna, let us I'll, buy a beer. I'll, yeah, I'll pour one out for you. Like right now, I'll pour, I'll pour a little into my mouth for you. I'll pour it. Yeah, right,
2: out. Here we go. Here we Freddy go. Too. On uh no, yeah, three two one we'll take a drink here. Three, two, one for Fred the Alien. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. There we go, man. He's a good that brother. Um oh, for sure. You know, I I've bonded with this guy. I've never met him. I've never talked to him in person. But mm-hmm. over Twitter I've met him because of ECCW wrestling and whack and all this other stuff. We kind of all pay attention to around here and, uh, just a fabulous, uh, fabulous person. And I appreciate him listening to the show and I appreciate him being a fan of, uh, your fellas, man.
0: Absolutely. Fuck that. He is a great dude. Get him, get him, get him on the pod next uh, after Ooh.
2: us. Well, his, uh, his question really was, uh, how did you two guys meet?
1: Wrestling training. Everyone yeah. thinks that we've been friends for a lifetime and we've, we have a tight connection. It feels like we've been friends yeah. our entire lives, but we met in wrestling training, and we instantly connected because yeah. we're both fucking so weird, uh, and we find each other hilarious. No one else <laughs> thinks we're funny. <laughs>
0: yeah. Amusing at best to everybody else. But to each yeah. other, hilarious.
1: Hilarious. Well, well, Addicted to it. Well, what was it about you
2: guys, man? You you met in wrestling training, right? Yep. So that's, like, a major thing to be bonding over because wrestling fans, you know, there's not a ton of us, but the guys that and the guys and females uh, that are fans these days are really, really tight. So, you know, what yeah. was it about just meeting each other? Was it just the wrestling, or was there some other things that uh, really kind of, um, you know, put you guys together?
1: Uh, hockey. Yeah, we love we love we play basketball together with a group of friends too. That brought us closer together. Uh, same style of humor. That's just like. You know, for some reason, the shit that we say to each other is hilarious to us, but other people are like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" We love drinking beers and smoking weed a lot, so we do that a lot together. Just a lot of stuff. Just, and we're around the same age. We grew up in the same neck of the woods. We had mutual friends that we didn't really know until we started training. Yeah. Like he lived ten minutes away from me my entire fucking life, but I didn't know that. Right? So it just it was a natural fit.
0: We we. We're certain our paths crossed, though, because whatever we've discussed, like I used to part, like I used to work over near his house when I was younger, like coming up in my, my teens, and all the people I partied with, Ferg knew, like he knew all like the friends that I had and like ex girlfriends and stuff. So we had like there had to have been a time where our paths crossed, but
1: for sure, you know,
0: there's no way to know, right?
1: Yeah, we definitely went to a few of the same parties and just never, you know, yeah, never would have known.
2: So it wasn't until wrestling one day you guys just, you know, had a conversation after, you know, probably you guys getting your asses kicked in there and, uh, that training up there. And then Uh, suddenly you're like, oh shit, we knew each other this whole time.
1: The first
0: thing that we like discussed, discussed is when we were like, well, we should, do you want to do a tag team? And then we were kind of like, ah, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll leave it here and think about it for a bit. And then we were like, ah, humming and hawing. And then we just said, yeah, fuck it. Let's just be a tag team. We just started being a tag team. (laughs) Yeah. Like like right away like we weren't even like quote unquote like trained like done the like unofficial like whole training thing we were just like ah fuck it, we'll just go forward as a tag team from now on whatever so we started putting like posters up as a tag team and like yeah we did everything you know <laughs> set
1: up the ring together yeah. w- do security together it made like I started training I think like a month or something before Nick yeah and before that I was always like nervous like oh, fuck I I don't really know these people I can't get a really good read on them so having like you know a friend where it's like. Was that whack, or is that just in my head that that was whack? So I could talk to him (laughs) like, I didn't like that, did you? Or, you know, we could do everything together. And then for the shows, we would just get fucking stupid stoned and do security together. Yep. And then they would try to separate us for some reason, just because that, thats like wrestling mentality. This shouldn't be fun. It's like, well, why the fuck not? I'm doing the yeah. job. I just yeah. have a friend beside me doing it now. You know, like, what difference <laughs> does it make if I'm doing security alone, or if me and Nick are laughing while doing security, right? It's just yeah. really Well, bad.
2: I am seeing seeing a little trend about the stoned type of pieces, you know. <laughs> and I, and I appreciate that about Canada, man. You guys were doing it before we do, really. And then it's all legal for all of us uh, here in Washington and you in canada man i i appreciate Fuck that yeah. thing is it is it a? you know I, if this guys don't want to talk about this obviously because you know maybe there's things to come for you guys but um you know does that guys help does that stuff help you along with pain suffering
1: yeah always high. big time big time man like yeah, after yeah. wrestling that's the number one thing i'm looking for is a big fat doobie that gets rid of like <laughs> most of my pain yep
0: absolutely absolutely can agree
2: and how's that man, working up in Canada it. right now? Can you just go walk into the store right now and just you can pick up a couple like dudes the liquor store, home? man.
0: It's fucking amazing. And the mail, too. You get it mailed to mail. you.
2: you. can get mailed?
0: Yeah, the mail, too.
2: I almost just destroyed my mic right there. Surprised myself. <laughs> That's your jaw hitting
1: the floor. <laughs> it did.
2: Because, you know, we're legal here in Washington. You sipping your pads
1: with a break down because you get weed mailed to your house. <laughs> I'm like,
2: you know, it's only like a 20-minute drive what I need to do, right? But it's yeah. like, you know if i could jail, just like another fix-
0: tab how to get a uh, citizenship to be <laughs> okay if- i had enough time talking to you guys today real good talk got some uh research to do
2: <laughs> i know oh, i like peace out bros but if i <laughs> could just suddenly think ahead and like order it to be delivered so you know i kind of never just kind of run out of it like Dude, my well, prescriptions that would be great a day of
1: work and you fucking got a fucking half ounce waiting at your doorstep and you go and skip the dishes and you order a couple whoppers. You don't even have to go and get them. They just come to your fucking house. Like life's pretty goddamn good. Yeah. Pretty breezy.
2: Oh my God. You guys are killing me, man. I'm loving this. I'm loving it. But, uh, yeah, let's just kind of get to you guys for a little bit, man. Are you both, you guys there from, uh, what part of Canada are you guys from?
0: Surrey Delta. Yeah. Like we're, there's like a little neighborhood, uh, right uh like I guess we're more or less like south south easty of like Vancouver, like we're closer to the border here than Vancouver is, but uh we're just like yeah suburbs we are just out here in the burbs,
2: so a little south of Vancouver,
0: yep, yeah, like we could be in in Washington and what would you say, Mike, on a good day down the uh, down the down to White rock, probably fifteen minutes, yeah, I could pick Mike up and be across the border in fifteen minutes,
1: yeah, there's no line, yeah. And then we can be in Vancouver in about, you know, 25 oh, minutes. Yeah.
2: Okay. I'll that's remember nice. that next time I need Canadian drugs. But anyway.
1: Come to the border patrol. come
0: to the border patrol. Yeah, yeah. Border <laughs> patrol. yeah. yeah. don't be bringing that stuff. From past here. Got stamps for that, son. <laughs> oh, that's
2: fabulous. That's fabulous. But, man, but you guys were both born and raised in the same area that you are? Yep. Yes, sir. Yep. Oh, man. And, uh, you know, one at a time, you guys pick, uh, or maybe I should pick, maybe uh, – you know, Fergie, when you were growing up, what kind of what kind of kid were you, you were growing up were you into the sports uh, uh you know other than wrestling other than wrestling yet were you into sports, uh, choir, music, you know what was your kind of uh thing well, it's like- <laughs>
1: like-
2: <laughs> oh, here we go, see
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, go ahead, Fergie about Crying in my dad's chest a lot, <laughs> wondering why I get teased about being fat, but other fat kids don't No. Um, <laughs> I was fucking, you know, I did sports as like a super young kid. I was unathletic as shit though. Like the only one I was decent at was football because it's just like pushing someone. But then I got into music big time when I was 12. I was a pretty good swimmer actually too because I had a pool in my backyard, but that got lame too. So I for being a kid, I flip-flopped from like, you know, soccer, baseball, football, swimming, and then I got heavy into music when I was a teenager and played bass. And that was a huge part of me being a teenager was wanting to be in a band and shit like that. And then once everyone kind of moved, like we graduated high school and everyone moved away, I didn't really have friends to jam with. So I was trying something else to, you know, get the creative juices out. And I took a photography course. I didn't really like that. And then I started wrestling.
2: Well, let me just, uh, before we get to the other fellow over there, Nick, um, dude, the, the bass. How hard was that to learn? How fun was that? How fun was it oh. to be in a band and just, like, get up there and do your thing?
1: Yeah, well, it was awesome. I, I initially bought a guitar, but I, I was, wasn't was very good at that, and my two best friends were wicked guitarists. So I was like, well, we need a bassist if we're going to be in a band. So I picked up the bass, and I, I was way better at that right away. I could concentrate on that way better. I, I think because when I was playing guitar, I was comparing myself to my two friends who had been playing for a while, so I was like, "Fuck, I suck." But if, with bass, it was I didn't really know any basses, so I, I was like, "Oh, I kick ass at this." <laughs> and so, yeah, I just played in bands with them. And I fucking loved it, man. It's the same feeling as like jamming with a friend as it is having a good match. Like right, good. after you jam with a friend and you have like a killer jam session, and it's just like you know you're calling it on the fly, and then it's like, "Oh, that was fucking sick." It's the same thing as having an awesome match and getting to the back and feeling like you fucking killed it, right? Like after a good jam session, you feel like you're jim morrison all right after a good match i feel like i'm fucking aj styles when in reality i'm not but you know it's just that <laughs> sense of pride you have with your friends and shit there's a lot of common int- common stuff with playing in bands and wrestling i find
2: uh that bass man you still picking those up when's the last time you picked it up
1: oh i like if i go to a friend's house and they have a bass i'll play it but i haven't played seriously in years but i still listen to like lots of like music and my Ear is always listening to the bass lines when I listen to music. Still, so it's still in there.
2: Do <laughs> you got one at home still, or no? I I got one at home still. Yeah. Okay, so if you're just chilling, you can just slap it up on your lap there and just kind of. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know. I more now I just kind of just get stoned and watch Bootsy Collins videos on YouTube or what? shit like that. That's something you do. What? Yeah, Nick knows that. Yeah. You smoke weed and you watch what? <laughs> 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 what? Nothing
2: wrong with Bootsy Collins, my man.
1: Oh, oh legend. <laughs> so, legend. Okay, the
2: so we talked about kind of what you did a little bit, man. What about you, Nick? Uh, school kid, you know, you playing the bass too, guitar, or are you just more of a sports guy? What's your deal?
0: I, like, man, I have zero musical talent and all the musical, like, <laughs> well, I wouldn't say interest, but, like, I love music. have zero talent. can't play it. Uh, I was in band, like, once, <laughs> but I was always, like, the jock, man. Oh, I grew up playing baseball. Flipped over to soccer for a bit. Hated it. (laughs) Got demolished. Then I started playing (laughs) hockey when I was like twelve. Haven't looked back. Always played hockey. I love it. That's that's like my was my like first love. uh, Aside from uh, like wrestling, uh, was was hockey. My dad played. My my brother's twelve years older. He was like always playing hockey. Always playing baseball. Always watching wrestling. So it's, I don't know. I was always outside jumping on shit with my bike, skateboarding, that kind of stuff. (laughs) Shitty at school and even worse at music.
2: Well, you know what? For a second, fuck hockey. Um...
0: (laughs) (laughs) I want to wow. ask you. God, guys, talk about it some more. No, man, man. I,
2: I got to bring it up in a minute, though, because the Kraken are coming. And I'm not a big hockey fan, but I want to jump in it like everyone else and kind of get there from the start, you know. But anyway, before I ask sure, you man. that, though, but what about the hatred for soccer? What was that? You just weren't, it wasn't your thing. Were too many uh, kids yeah. like tackling you or what?
0: I, uh, I just didn't really kind of get it, and it was, I'll, like, totally honestly, I didn't really get it, and it was super frustrating because um, I wanted to be, like, better at it. I was like, I can run, and I can fucking hammer the ball, and I can pass it and everything, but once it came to, like, a game and playing it with, like, everybody's kind of, like... The chaos and shit, I was like, "Ah, I can't do this. This isn't for me. You've
1: seen him work, he's got two left feet. He's (laughs) falling (laughs) down. I was was the only kid wearing
0: a helmet, like, I was like falling down, smacking my head all the time. Like, but god damn,
2: so that sounded like a lot of goddamn fun right there.
0: Oh, hell yeah, man! (laughs) Hell yeah, always.
2: Oh man, but anyway, let's uh, let's jump around here just a little bit. I was gonna ask you, man. uh, Hold on a second. I'm going to jump around here on my notes. I was going to ask something else, but I'm just thinking something else here real quick. Uh, So you guys, you know, had you guys uh, different things uh, growing up, uh, you know, music and uh, and sports, but uh, when did uh, wrestling, when does your first wrestling things come into your minds, uh, each of you? And this time, Nick, go first, man
0: uh damn man uh yeah like i said it was my brother uh my brother's like i said 12 years 12 years older than me so when i'm like five and six he's like 18 right and he's like ah oh, don't watch that let's watch monday night raw you can just be tired at school tomorrow you know like <laughs> mean, we'd stay up and watch raw like um yeah that was like it was always my brother like because he grew up Would have grown up like in the mid 80s And on right so he would have seen like that big Boom and then the big switch Into like attitude era And all that and like he was checking it out Kind of like while I'm checking it out probably Shouldn't have been but That's all all my brother man all the way I credit Him like for everything uh, Like all my love of wrestling and all that All goes back to my brother for sure Okay, for, For definitely you too Though
1: What my brother get me into it Yeah Yeah My brother was, like, into it because, like, I probably started watching it, like, 98, I'd say, and, like, my brother was into it, yeah, because he was probably, he was in high school at that time, and the attitude era was popping off. He doesn't really give a shit about wrestling now, but, yeah, we used to play the games together all the time, and I fucking, I got into the games, and then eventually I was like, I need to watch this shit myself, and I started watching Monday Night Raw by myself. My brother was out of it by that point in, like... First WrestleMania I watched was WrestleMania seventeen.
2: Nice. Oh man, what are what are your memories from that WrestleMania?
1: I remember watching the My Way video on like it would be like commercials for it, (laughs) and I would I was telling my dad I'm like this is fucking huge. This is the biggest wrestling event ever. I was like (laughs) I wish we had pay per view, and my dad was like you can order that. I was like what? He's like yeah, you can watch that on your TV. I was like, well, we got to do it. He's like, yeah, it's 40 bucks. I was like, please, please. And like, yeah, he's like, yeah, go ahead. So I had friends over for it, and we were just losing our shit the entire time, man. (laughs) Like, swanton bombing each other off the couch, ordered a shitload of pizza. It was just a fucking (laughs) time and a half. I was like, this is the greatest shit ever.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I'm so jealous.
1: Oh, it was incredible. And then after that, yeah, I, I was super, super into it. But then it died down no one out like by the time like 2003 i would say (laughs) no one was into wrestling and i was the last kid into it yeah no one in high school liked it no one in high school school. yeah i
0: I fell off fell off to high school
1: i fell off a bit i was like a secret fan but wrestling it's way better watching it when at least you have one friend to talk about it with right like what am i supposed to do like be stoked on umaga and just tell my yeah. fucking mom like i had no one to talk to about <laughs> those it those lead roster days were like i still check in I'm like oh yeah
0: jbl still wrecking people that's cool like, I, I i had a teacher in high it. school
1: i swear to god because i would be on wwe.com on this is in desktop publishing class you could never get away with this now i'd be on wwe and like he would let us browse the internet for five minutes and they say okay we're gonna start working every time he would say okay mike that's enough of the gay porn we're gonna start class now <laughs> he would start every class like that man oh and that's wow. 2006 can you imagine a teacher saying that now you'd be fired oh yeah Yeah, I know you can't do that
2: you'd be i felt bad saying eliminated. It on
1: the pod
0: <laughs> yeah. oh that's hilarious though
2: well so let me tell you guys you were talking i to... heard you say you were talking about not having a friend to talk to man i didn't really have a lot of friends to talk wrestling with, maybe a person or two at school that I wasn't really that good of friends with, but uh it was more of my uncle than me. I got my uncle into wrestling, man. I started getting that's him cool. into watching W T B S wrestling back in the day, Georgia Championship Wrestling, which turned into WCW and later Nitro yeah, and all that kind of stuff, awesome. man. So eventually, you know, he'd be calling me, Man, I watched that match this weekend, the Freebirds, you know, da and I was oh, getting all the magazines awesome. and stuff, man. So that was my like person to kinda of talk to even though later he wasn't really the most like guy to look up to, but like he was my wrestling dude, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Well yeah, that's the thing. I would try and get people into it, but you're like watching it kind of with like a clenched butthole, like please don't be a cringy fucking episode tonight. <laughs> like, I need I need my friends to get into this and then like, you know, something cringy happens. And it's like, yeah. Oh for fuck's sake, so, like you watch this shit for it's like, yeah, but sometimes it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> wait till R V D comes out. Just wait. Yeah that's
2: there you go hey man you guys talked about your brothers and stuff right each of you right yep uh did you ever like did you have your own matches in the rooms like suplexing each other one of you might have met, mentioned something about that earlier but uh you know all right we're writing up our own card i'm so and so you're in so and so and uh we're gonna have this kind of match and uh that kind of thing
1: yeah yeah i used to do that all the time at sleepovers i'd buy those like ruthless aggression cds nice. and we would, we would put pl- 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 like click shuffles tracks i'm like okay here's the match whatever theme song you get you gotta do their entrance and then you gotta work like them nice. so like you know like i big like, shuffle i get like kurt angle i make like, money and i'd be like olympic slamming my friends onto the fucking couch or like you know i get kishi and be putting my butt in their face or whatever <laughs> hell yeah oh that's great that's hell great. yeah <laughs> Who oh, I don't
0: know, man. My brother was older, so I got fucking like the shoot DDTs on the. Floor. <laughs> oh, I, I swear to God, hey, hey, man, I'm gonna make my brother listen to this. Hey, Chris, thanks, <laughs> fuck you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my first concussion, thanks. Yeah. So did Brain you damage at the age of six? That's why you, you get what you get with Nick. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so you got like punked on the floor by your brother? It was like the Jake the Snake and uh, oh, Ricky the Ricky the like, Dragon it, Steamboat.
0: It, it, he dropped me like he dropped me like uh like it's like uh it, it's Price is right and the chick just like fires the <laughs> Plinko thing down like fuck it. Boom. It was like that. Like he just oh, dropped me. Shit. And my knees like oh I stood up, it's like, oh, it was like ah that sucks. And my knees like were jello and then I, Ugh. And I, right, I and feel
1: nauseous, I smell burnt toes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, come like, to the roof, you've seen the hell in a soul with mankind, right?
0: <laughs> I probably didn't get concussed on the initial drop. It was probably when my legs gave out and I collapsed on the second one. That's probably legit.
2: And you guys are still close these days?
0: Oh, I love uh, my brother. I was talking to him earlier.
2: See, that's love, man. A brother oh, yeah. can drop you on your skull. Oh
0: yeah. And
2: then later, hey man. What's up, man? <laughs> yeah. I love you.
0: Yeah. You're you're some CDs. I'll take you to the mall and get you some ice cream there. It's all <laughs> better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wanna oh. go to the flea
2: market? Oh yeah. man, that's crazy. That's I'll let crazy. you look
1: at my porno stash. That's <laughs> how mom I dropped it on your fucking head. That's right. Here's a doctor pepper.
2: This one time. <laughs> anyway man you got we were talking about a little wrestling there what uh hey uh fergie man who were some of your uh top two three faves when you were just growing up like you couldn't each week couldn't wait each week to see this person
1: well my back when i was a kid i fucking hated all the old wrestlers so like i hate to say it because i love these guys now but i hated like hogan savage flair all those guys flair I them. what no, I even hated Flair. Yeah, now I love all those guys. They're like my favorites. But as a kid, I hated them. I loved the guys that were like dying. You know, like Jeff Hardy doing those gnarly bumps. Uh, RVD. Mm. I love Jericho because he was Canadian. I love Shane McMahon a lot. I loved Mick Foley.
2: So, so you like those hungry guys that were just maybe just underneath the other guys? You know, the the main guys, Hogan, Flair, those guys player was a hard worker i don't know what the fuck you're talking about but anyway no i'm just kidding man but anyway (laughs) man i know what you're talking about the main guys and then like those guys are just underneath the man they're just working their asses off right
1: yeah i like the younger guys i just i didn't like the old guys because like i thought they were lazy because they weren't taking these crazy bumps not smart you know so like yeah i was a big fan like jeff hardy and shit jericho just because he was canadian for the most part, and he was funny. But I also like like Rock and Kernangle because those guys made me laugh all the time too. Oh, so man. I, I like some top guys too. I didn't only root for the underdogs.
2: And uh, uh, your friend
0: there, <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn dude. I, if if I said I didn't have the same taste in wrestlers as Ferg, I'd kind of be lying. Um, but like I remember, like as a kid, like loving. Um, like a big like it sounds like i'm totally lying but i used to love like when like a drama filled like story would build you know what i mean like i'd love seeing like okay rad stone cold is bleeding and bret hart is like basically like i'm stupid and young i'm like he's killing him with that sharpshooter like that's crazy and this guy and this ref dude is just letting it happen like wow look at that (laughs) you know but like i i love that like that's like my favorite like part of like As far as I can remember, going back, like, oh, man, Bret Hart's out there, and he's, like, people are, like, he's, like, talking shit about America, and people are whipping stuff at him in the ring, like, whoa, like, this is (laughs) what I'm here for, like, I need to see this. Like, you could have had guys, like, putting on an unbelievable clinic, like, four minutes before. But I didn't really give a shit about that. Like I wanted, yeah, to see, wanted like, the drama. The, I wanted the craziness. Like, yo, where's that bald dude in the leather vest? Like, let's get him <laughs> out here again. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: let's get him out here, flip his boss off again. That was rad. Like, that was, like, I was just ignorant. I had no idea. All Steve, that kid. shit that,
1: that makes you think that wrestling could be real as a kid is yeah. fucking so awesome. I, I, remember I, I convinced myself that, like, okay, fine, because all the kids like, wrestling's fake, wrestling's... I said, fine. All the matches except for the World Heavyweight title match is fake. Yeah. But no one would purposely lose a World Heavyweight title match. It doesn't make sense. And they're, not getting, and they're not kicking out because they're fucking beat up. They're not kicking out because they're exhausted. Their matches are like 30 fucking minutes long. Yeah. Those are real. Stone Cold is a real champion. Rhino and shit, yeah, he's laying down for the fucking three seconds down.
0: But Stone Cold, he ain't doing that shit. Yeah. This DDP guy, he's got something.
3: He's <laughs> yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. he he's ain't his shit. Yeah.
0: yeah, he's always fighting. <laughs> what, did guys, <laughs> what did you guys?
2: What did you guys as Canadians think about the thing where Bret Hart was, you know, hero in Canada? Yeah, was the you know the 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 heel or the villain down here, and the and the the, the, the at most excellent thing. One of the most excellent things he said, because he said a lot of great stuff. Great pomos. But talk about the uh, enema in Pittsburgh, Ben, if you remember that Brett. one or seen that one. I love Holy that. Shit. When he talked about dropping the hose right there in Pittsburgh.
1: Naughty. It's oh, naughty, naughty. Brett.
0: Give us
2: your I, thoughts on that, gentlemen.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wasn't watching it live, but I've seen it now. And yeah, I think it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I wish, like,
0: I, I,
2: I Shades gray
1: are nice.
0: couldn't appreciate that at the time. But I'm glad I'm like here to appreciate it
1: now. That's for sure. Yeah, I fucking. I mean, Bret Hart's the man, oh, right? Wow. The coolest. He, he might be in my top, in my top five. I don't know. He's in my top five for sure. Absolutely. Top. Is he your favorite Canadian wrestler, Lyle?
2: <sighs> used to be. <laughs>
3: that's high. No, he that's he definitely
2: question. used to be. Although Owen, man, right? You know. But right. uh, the other guy that I've really been looking at lately is Pco man. And he's been on the show a couple oh, times, but that oh, guy man, uh, I don't know how he keeps doing it with the body, the moves he does, keeps doing it. You freak, know,
0: man. Some people just have it.
2: He is a freak. He came to Prestige down in Oregon one time. He was you know back out of the the freaking ring and stuff onto people. Who did on he the work at Prestige
1: again, Ethan?
2: It was Ethan, I believe. Wow, off the That's top crazy. of my head, dude.
1: He's such a big fucking dude. And he does that miss, like, tope dive to the floor. Mm. Yeah, gnarly. He's been doing that for years. That guy, yeah. And I saw on Instagram, he ran an absurd amount. Like, he ran for like 24 hours straight or something. It was like yes. from his house. I talked To, to, to like him an arena. Right after that
2: on wow. the next day or that <laughs> <go> night <laughs> or something it was that night excuse me it was that night he was tore up dude like i was like dude you need to go you know he's like no no let's do this and i'm like are you sure <laughs> you know, like you just are, did you, this. are you
1: friends with him or something uh,
2: i've just had him on the podcast a couple times he's just a really nice guy he's always been like 100 cool to me you know right. even on this little That's local awesome, northwest man. podcast but you know after the time he was at prestige i asked me if he was want to be on beyond. he came on then he's been on another time he retweets like my stuff you, you know? retweeted
1: the one that you advertised with us on it i was like what the fuck pco saw this shit yeah God.
2: dude and i was like i told that Talk to yeah. jacob Solmus, man when i was talking to or excuse me um jacob's Oso. um you know i was talking to him and i was like hey man pco just retweeted our stuff
1: yeah, yeah. that's that's fucking awesome so Mister like super awesome guy canadian guy
2: right now for me is pco but man huge Apparently. brett fan and also just Owen back in the day, like, was there anyone better, you know, I think he was even better than Brett technically, but he just, you know, Uh, was always kind of the second kind of guy, but you know.
1: Mm-hmm. when i saw on the dark side of the ring they did that the feature the episode on him and then jericho was saying like you know owen really would have taken it to a next level when all mm-hmm. the wcw guys came to wwf if he was still around
3: yeah i was, no, I was, I not was not like fuck man
1: that. that is so true like can you imagine owen hart versus like eddie oh. benoit oh, fucking fuck. jericho saturn all the radicals in yeah, it, like, even
2: malenko yeah. man that would malenko,
1: have been... like there's just so many dream matches and fuck yeah he's incredible too that Wrestlemania yeah. is that Wrestlemania 10 him and Brett
2: uh, I don't remember right. but in was the that the page? one Brett wrestled him no. and then had to wrestle something else or something
1: yeah I think it was Wrestlemania 10 that match I just watched a couple months ago again just fucking perfect match
2: oh yeah. man so man we're just rambling on here and it's fabulous man but uh, you know did you guys get to go hit some live shows back in the day with the family friends anything like oh, yeah. that you got your tickets to go got- see this and that you said uh wrestlemania 17 or something right or that was the first one you watched or something like that
0: first one i watched yeah do you want a cute story a real quick story about a fucking again about my brother with some fucking gross shit in a wrestling show
2: okay let's do that let's do that
0: okay here we go here's a quick one i promise okay so i'm like 12 and uh my brother is a printer works in a print shop Makes like him and all his buddies. Like there's like twelve people that are all go into the raw with uh, Kid Rock. That was here, like in Vancouver, the Kid Rock one. <laughs> and uh, like there's like twelve of his buddies. They're like whatever, twenty two years old, and they're all like, oh, we'll hold up green signs that say I am the game, and I'll get them. You know, my brother's like, I'll get them printed at work. And uh, his buddy slips in one, like in the middle of all like the, the signs. There's like twelve of them all rolled up slips in one that says good head five dollars <laughs> and he like slides into like third one from the top and then his buddy like okay time to hold up the signs like before raw and they're showing all like the crazy signs and the crowd panning around and and uh yeah I'm standing there and with like a fucking sign and luckily we're in like the upper bowl you know nobody's like seeing it but then he looks up and he's like holy shit and he just grabs it and fucking rolls it up and throws it, like under his seat he's like I was like what happened what, what was wrong with the sign and he's like no nothing just (laughs) ignore it you don't get one (laughs) yeah but i don't think you saw us on raw or anything like that but there's like i don't know 600 people behind me who saw a little kid holding a sign that's a good head
2: oh (laughs) nice nice you got to remember the kid that was standing there next to the chick that dropped her boobs out right
0: yeah (laughs) that kid like yeah what a yeah just i'm surprised he didn't turn around and have a beard like just became a man right there. Like well,
2: scum. he might have, like, all right, after that. We don't know.
0: That's <laughs>
2: <true>. <laughs> see, that's a podcast right there. I got to contact that kid and uh, see oh what God. the hell happened. <laughs> what happened after that? The career of the kid that saw the boobs.
1: But yeah. anyway. His whole life <laughs> changed. He hasn't left his bedroom since. Actually, I started dating her, man. We're still together. <laughs>
2: oh my god man so uh what other live experiences uh, were we talking about then uh you know that was that quick story and then i was asking you what kind of live experiences did you have going to shows
1: i went to pretty much every show in vancouver since grade four and i would go before the shows because if you went early you can meet the wrestlers before they get into the building So I would do that every fucking show. I'd be there, like, you know, say the show starts at 7, I'd be there for 4 p.m., and God bless my dad would take me there, and I'd wait by the fucking fence and meet all the wrestlers. I had, like, Balls Mahoney, pull my hair once for a photo. I remember, like, tons of shit, like, uh, MVP showed up, and, like, at this point, his gimmick was, like, he had, like, the most expensive contract in WWE or whatever it was, and he showed (laughs) up, some shitty rent-a-car. And we're, like, uh... We're like, oh, what the fuck? You're supposed to get paid. What the hell is this piece of shit key you rolled up in? And he's <laughs> like, fuck her. all you got. Yeah, tripped up so hard. And then Flair shows up in a limousine. And we like, that's how you fucking do it, baby. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was, and then, like, I remember uh, when Kane got unmasked and he was in a, like, I can't remember this storyline, but it was like, oh, he has to go to a mental hospital, but he still is under contract with WWE, so he comes to Raw still, but then he's in a <laughs> mental hospital. Whatever the fuck it was. He showed up in a fucking ambulance, and I remember talking to my dad, like the ambulance pulled up, and like you know, I was like, That's gotta be Kane. And then my dad's like, Oh, that's probably just for you know, paramedics to make sure the wrestlers are safe. Yeah, and Kane
0: time.
1: fucking put his face to the glass, Kane actually showed up in an ambulance. Unreal. And he, and he came out of the ambulance with like chains and shit around him. Cool. And like again, you know, when I'm 12 at this point or whatever, I was like is wrestling kind of fucking real? Is Kane fucked in the head? And then the, <laughs> yeah. later on in that oh. Raw, he Shane onto some steps <laughs> and I think electrocuted his testicles with a fucking oh. the battery, a car battery. That sounds familiar. (laughs) Well, you don't forget it. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, I bet he didn't forget it if it actually stung.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then I went to WrestleMania 19 as, you know, 2003, 13 years old again, like watching the ad with my dad. And I was like, oh, my God, can you imagine going to WrestleMania? I wish one would come to Vancouver. He's like, that's in Seattle. You can Mm -hmm. fucking go to that. I was like, well, let's go then. And I went and it was amazing. So that's I real. fucking I love going to wrestling shows, man. Going to wrestling shows is just as fun as wrestling in the matches.
0: Oh, nice! That's a that's a quote right there for
1: sure. Yep. Oh, you know, man. having a couple of fucking keys in here, that. well, well, <laughs> this is the big show. Like, wow, I'm about to see a 500 pound man that's seven feet yep. tall who choke slam people. Like, let's uh, fucking go! Yeah.
2: WrestleMania 19 was phenomenal. Mike, my, my little brother phenomenal. got us tickets. At the last second, and we sat in the very top, but it didn't matter, right? Yeah. It was it just matter, so yeah. freaking cool, and that was such a great car. There were so many great matches on that uh, show was that in that Seattle. That's
0: the That's
1: Safeco,
2: right? Safeco yeah. Safeco Field, man.
1: Great. That was great, like when it was yeah. brand new, too, right?
2: Yeah, it was fairly new. I think that it was just came out roof? in 2000, 2001, something like that anyway. Retractable roof, so we had the roof. It was a little chilly a little in there, but, games. man, it was just... Uh, Fabulous. Like Hulk taking on McMahon, Jericho, and Michaels, uh, Lesnar, and Angle. What?
1: Brock breaking his neck. Yes,
2: on the flip, man. That was incredible. Fuck. Stone Cold's last match.
1: Stone Cold's last match. He had several times before. I mean, I understand why he would have gone for that at Mania. You know, I mean, who the fuck doesn't want to see. You know, you see Brock Lesnar like this guy whips ass, and they pulls out a fucking gainer flip. You're like, whoa, yeah,
0: whoa, yeah, narc. <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, you can probably
0: I, do that shit from like standing too. I bet.
1: I mean, yeah, just, he's a he's a once in a lifetime sort of dude. I think
2: just being like I said in the top row over there on the on i probably the Puget Sound side right of the of the Safeco Field man mm-hmm. looking down on that and Lesnar hitting that. You're like, holy shit! I cool. think he just broke his yeah. neck.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was.
1: I remember it being like. Painfully obvious that, like, he's fucked. Like, that was not good. Yeah. I remember it just sucked all the air out of the arena, like, uh oh. Yeah, that's gross. Cause oh, did, he, did he pin him there, or did they keep going after?
2: I think it there was mean, a couple yeah. other things that happened, but then it ended.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, can you imagine breaking your neck and then, like, right, or you still got to uh, slip out of the angle slam and F5 be like, bro, yeah. <laughs> no. I'm <right>. too tired. <laughs> yeah my neck is broken please just let me pin you off that shitty shooting star press well
2: as the non-wrestler i definitely couldn't you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) i just roll out i thought they'd be
2: a broken neck that's you you're getting taken out you know right they put the thing on you and the board and all that kind of stuff
0: that you pin me fuck that and then
2: he gets up he just gets up
1: yeah, out. and he's all dazed and shit, holding the belt. I remember I saw footage of it. They released footage of him backstage when everyone was, like, checking in on him and stuff. And, like, they didn't know if it was broken at that point. And, like, doctors are touching his neck, and there's a bunch of the boys around. And he fucking flips out. He goes, get the fuck off me! And, like, moves his arms up, and just everyone runs away. Yeah. And he just goes into the locker room. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Even if his neck is broken, give him some fucking time. <laughs>
2: oh, man. Dude, let's move on to some actual wrestling for you guys. You know, we've been talking about wrestling and a bunch of other stuff for a little while now. But uh, you know, when did each of you decide and Nick, you start um to when does when was it you wanted to be wrestlers, man? When did you want to dis- when did you decide and how did you do it? Who did you contact kind of thing? Uh,
0: well, interestingly enough, um I was doing I kind of just uh I was playing lots of hockey. I was like, this is going back like eight years or whatever. I was playing lots of hockey. I was kind of getting bored. I was like, I kind of need a challenge. So I started doing jujitsu and I was ripping jujitsu and I loved it. I thought it was awesome. And I did that for like a year. And, uh, uh, my, our good buddy, uh, Kat Power was in the same jujitsu class. And I kind of got to shooting the shit with her, um, and she was kind of cool about it. She was like, yeah, I'm a re- like pro wrestler and all this stuff. And I kind of like looked her up and kind of just started getting interested. But um, a really good friend of mine uh, from childhood uh, in high school, she um, she married. To- she's Tony Barone's wife. So I got in touch with her. And he was actually training a couple people. And then that's that. And then I started wrestling. And then I met Mike, and then we fell in love, and then we became tag team yes. champions. Yep.
2: <laughs> just like that. You've been together ever since. Just in like love.
0: that. I just got interested. I love, like, a challenge. I love um, combat sports in general. I just started thinking, like, you know what? Fuck it. It's something I've always thought. Like, It's like the childhood dream, right? It's like, oh, man, if I could go back to being 12 years old and tell myself, like, don't worry, man. Like one day you'll wrestle, like just, you're going to go for it. And you're like, okay, cool. You know, go back, smash cut 13 years. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm just
1: going to learn to wrestle.
2: Mm -hmm. And Fergie, man, uh, when did you uh, decide this was going to happen for yourself, sir?
1: Um, I remember I was watching a raw, it was a Dean Ambrose match and I was like, Again stoned. I sort of keep bringing up weed, but I was just, I had like a moment where I was like, Man, I've been watching this shit for so fucking long. You know, like why don't I just do that? Like this is after I did my photography course where I was like trying to think of like how can I get out of my creative juices and shit. I'm like, I should fucking try and be a wrestler. Yeah. And at this point I was working out all the time too so i was like let's fucking do this so i was like there's no reason now i had lost like 30 pounds i was confident as fuck i was like you know like i'm fucking you know i've lost this weight i wanted to get into wrestling now and i tried it and i was like you know it was a great decision i just haven't looked back really <laughs>
2: what do you guys love about it man uh you know what is it about uh wrestling fergie that you just love doing
1: um i love planning matches i love now that when i watch wrestling it's different it's like i'm i'm looking at it completely different of like different characters and like why there's guys that like you know there's guys like sabu who are completely unorthodox and you know maybe technically not great but they make fucking tons of money in wrestling and then there's guys like you know like the the de Malincos and shit, and they all coexist in the same world. It's like a melting pot of all these different, larger than life characters. I love that aspect of it. Like that, every that there's so many ways to succeed, right? Like you can be a fucking tremendous wrestler and be successful, or you can just everything you do, people want to watch. Like an Enzo Amore sort of guy, you know, he is just as successful, even though he isn't technically great or whatever right i love that part of it i love the camaraderie with the boys and then the back of the locker room having drinks with them after a match i love the feeling of like cutting a promo everyone loves it and it gets people into the match you have the match the match kicks ass and then you go to the back and you have some beers with the guy you just worked and fucking, you know that feeling is fucking great i love the challenges too it makes you, it keeps you in shape I love going to training once a week and, like, finding things to work on. Like, you've always got something to work on, right? Like, even I did Harley Race's camp in St. Louis. Oh, wow. And fucking Ric Flair was there, and he was saying, like, thud, every, every time. dropping,
0: thud, thud. Thud,
1: thud. Yeah, not a big deal. Took a piss <laughs> beside him in the urinal. Don't he interrupt. We're talking, talking Harley. <laughs> hold, hold, hold on here. Hold
2: on here. Don't interrupt when we're talking Harley Race and Ric Flair.
1: <laughs> and, you know, Flair, Flair said, and like, he he learns something every time he wrestles. So, I mean, who the fuck? He's the king. Yeah. If yeah. he's learning something every time he goes out there, then, I mean, the possibilities are endless for me. So, just that aspect of it, too. And the way the business evolves, it's cool watching, like, you know, a match from, like, the early 80s. That, like, you can watch wrestling from the early 80s that if you put it on TV today some of it still holds up, man. Like, some of it would still be just as over as it is back then. And then there's shit, obviously, that you could never do now. I mean, but, like, some of those brawls and shit, like, I just love that aspect of it, man. I've always just loved watching it. And then now being able to, like, you know, at the end of my career, I'll have a catalog of matches that I'm proud of. And, you know, sure, only maybe 300 people have seen these fucking matches. But it's still, it's a sense of achievement of, like, I have put in a bit to this business that I've loved for my entire life, you know? Nice.
2: Well, what about that question to you, Nick?
0: What do I love about wrestling? Like, what is it that, uh, makes me want to do it? Well,
2: yeah. What is, what is it about wrestling? You just love being a professional wrestler,
0: man. Um, Fuck, I don't know if you have enough time. I can just go on and on, but I think Mike said it best. It uh, like I'll get soft a little bit for for a second and say it is the the camaraderie, the boys. Yeah. Um, it's like I'm a huge like um, team guy. I've always been around team sports. I'm big on like um, uh, people coming together and and finishing a task and like putting on like that is like the ultimate. And it's fuck it's fucked up for me because I think sports and I always think team sports. And people think wrestling is like an individual sport. I see it as the ultimate team sport. Like the it's the it's the absolute zenith of team sports for me because it's you and it's one other person. And you absolutely are working against each other, but you're all trying to put on a good show, do good things, everybody's trying to be safe. Like I've and then you get to go and kick back and fucking hoot and holler after, have some chicken wings and beers and like shoot the shit. <laughs> and you're making friends and then you know, that's like the best part. And then like, I'll get even softer. And like, I'm like so stoked that I feel successful enough that like I have literally have a best friend that I've made from wrestling, like in Ferg. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, same here. We talk about it all the time. Like that's like the absolute, if I could stop wrestling and never wrestle again, like if for whatever reason, no more wrestling ever, I'd be more than happy because I've got a rad fucking catalog of matches, like you say, and then <laughs> one of the best friends I'll ever have one of the best friends i've ever made right and that's like yeah. can't put a price on that can't even yeah. can't even quantify it
1: yeah, we've said that several times like, you know, obviously wrestling we're making it sound like it's fucking awesome, but there's a lot of shitty parts of pro wrestling, too. Yeah. Cool. And like every time I get down, I tell Nick, you know, even if I quit the business tomorrow, man, yeah. I would never feel bad because you and me are brothers for life and if that's the only thing I got out of wrestling, which I've yeah. obviously gotten other things out of it, but this is the main thing is we will be friends for life. That's all I need, bro. Yeah,
0: no sweat, no problem. Like I've like it would be it would almost be easy knowing that like, okay, well, fuck it. I got Mike, got some yeah. buddies, got my friends. <laughs> I'm still healthy.
1: Yeah, we've, we've made yeah. lots of friends in wrestling, but of Hunts. course, yeah.
0: And we rocked but, it and fucking, I can say, yeah, I wrestled. I was a wrestler. I can, If I ever get a time machine, you know, go back to 12-year-old me and say, fuck yeah, man, we did it. Don't worry.
2: <laughs> well, uh, you know, this was my next question before we even uh, asked the last one. What is the hardest part of this business? And Nick, we'll start with you this time.
0: Um, Hardest part? I'd say, uh, I'd say like, like wrestling's like, there's always like people always make it out to be like, like the fans and everything of it make it out to be this like awesome thing. We all get to rally behind it, but we really, what I don't like is like when, not only when wrestling gets a black eye, but when it gives itself a black eye. Mm. Like, that internal, like, disappointment. Man, like, sometimes you just, like, you see shit blow up on Twitter. Or you see, like, you hear rumors and stuff like that. And it's like, ah, damn, the shit is, like, supposed to be just, like, fun, man. Like, stop dragging it down. Like, stop fucking letting your stupid, shitty, nefarious business, like... You know, I don't know. I I don't want to shit on it too much, but I'll say that's like my, that's like my, it just ruins it for me almost. You know what I mean?
2: Gotcha. 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 And uh, Fergie, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of with them. I mean, there's a lot of great parts of wrestling, but I mean, you spend so much time in your own head thinking about shit or like, how come I'm not getting pushed like this? Or what the fuck am I doing wrong? I Have a hard time trusting a lot of people too, because I don't fucking know if these people are, you know, you know, they may be all friendly to me when we're in the locker room, but I don't know what the fuck they're saying behind my back or like. There's a lot of slimy people sometimes that will tell you one thing, but they're thinking another. A lot of passive aggressive bullshit that I try to skip through. Like I don't want that. Like you know, if I got a problem with someone, I'd rather tell them face to face. But there's a lot of bullshit where someone will say, "No, we're good, brother." And then as soon as you leave the room, you know, they're not good. Well, mm-hmm. why would you not just fucking sort your business out? There's that. I mean, all the pervs getting ex- exposed, that was a heartbreaker. Yeah, that yeah. was annoying. Um,
2: fucking I mean that, you know, you know, just real quick. It 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 affected a couple of the local scenes here in Washington and Canada, you know, and it really sucked yeah. because they were great, Big time. you know, places for fans to go watch, and for guys like yourself to
1: go wrestle. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot of gatekeeping too, where it's like this fucking person hasn't sacrificed enough to be a fucking wrestler. It's like, man, shut the fuck up. Yeah, come on. They're they're fucking paying two grand. They signed up to be a wrestler. Let them fucking be a wrestler. Let them train. Yeah, you don't got to book them. I mean, if someone sucks, don't book them. You know, this is your show. Mm-hmm. You have a choice to book whoever you want. Plus, but. The, the gatekeeping of bullying people and saying, you got to get on the gas or whatever, it's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like, maybe- d- do d- let these people feel good, man. Like I, I used to feel so nervous in training, and all our trainers are great. You know, The people that trained me and Nick, Ravenous Randy, Bishop, oh. uh, Nicole Matthews, Artie, Baroni, Lush, these are great fucking people, but great I got people. my own head about this shit. So like, I can't imagine what would happen if I had bullshit trainers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, There's right. a lot of mind games and stuff the physical pain, too, kind of sucks, Dick, too, after, like, I'm a landscaper, and Nick's in a pretty physical job, too, where, like, you know, you do a TLC on fucking Saturday night, and you're feeling like king shit, you know, TLC at the a <laughs> 1,000 people cheering your name, but then Monday morning, I'm back raking leaves as a landscaper, and no one gives a fuck about me, and my back feels like a fucking elephant walked on it. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: man. Man, those trainers and people you just mentioned were a really a lot of fabulous people, Nicole and and uh oh, yeah, and, and Randy Myers, people. man, uh, the Defy champion, uh some of those people. You you want any other thoughts on those people that you just mentioned?
1: Just great people, man. Like when me and Nick broke in, it was mostly Bishop, Randy, Myers, um, Artie, Nicole Matthews and Baroni running. Huh. All tremendous people. I mean I've had Long phone calls with Randy when I get in the dumps about wrestling. I've been able to talk to most of these people about my problems in wrestling, and they're more than just trainers; they're friends. They kind of they know, right? They've been through everything that you've been through, or if you're feeling down or whatever. I mean, it's it's definitely a business of peaks and valleys. Like when you're feeling good, you're feeling really good, but when you're down, it it can really mount up and it sucks. Yeah. So the trainers make a huge difference. And like now, um, Lionsgate Dojo. Is Nicole Matthews, Billy Suede, Tony Baroni, and Artemis Spencer. I think it's just those four. But I mean, if you're looking to get trained anywhere around here, I mean, I can't imagine a better place, man. They're fantastic people. They treat people right, and they're fantastic wrestlers. Big time. You're definitely learning from like
0: it's like it's uh, like it's like an all-star team. It's like you're learning how to play a sport from an all-star team.
1: But like, you dip your hands. In- And lots of like, we had tons of guys from ECCW that would just run classes maybe once a month, like Nelson Creed. And it's so good to like, even if you pick up one thing from a different trainer, it's worth it. Big time. Those
0: were the best. Like, we'd always have our regular, like, Nicole would come in and teach a class on like a Tuesday night and like a Thursday night. We'd always have like some set schedules. And then every once in a while, like, Bishop would be like, fuck. I'm going to do a class on Wednesday night. And like me and Ferg would show up and be like, hey, here we go. Like, let's do some fucking, here comes crazy shit. Like, let's, like." and he just yeah. give us like open mic. Like, what do you want to do? You want to do some promos? You want to yeah. do like.
1: Every trainer would moves? be different. Every yeah. trainer would run class completely different. And at that point when me and Nick broke in, I'd say for the first three or four years, we went to every single training okay. class. So wow. we were legit. <clears throat> wrestling most saturdays there were shows because we'd help set up and tear down or maybe a couple saturdays of, you know two saturdays a month or whatever and then legit training three days a week yeah you know so we were fucking sore but i mean it paid off mm. because when you should get your reps in while you can now i train well before covid i train once a week yeah because it's just you know i was sick of being sore all the time and fergie fucking hate, hate how cardio. many
2: years you been doing this
1: uh i want to say since eight. 2014. it's eight isn't it i thought it was 2013.
2: so about six seven years and yeah
1: it'd be like seven years i think or it, like yeah and yeah, you yeah, nick seven years yeah seven eight somewhere in there
2: so you guys are about the same man you train in the same places working about the same years you're you're just the, the same of age almost i think is what you said man so yep. man you guys have just joined you clicked what is the Big time. what is what is it about being a tag team um, in wrestling? That's just what do you guys enjoy about that? Oh, Mike,
1: go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just the brotherhood, man. You know, we we would go to the sh- we go to the shows together. We usually go back together. We're in the locker room together. Well, me and Nick have the same ammo. Face together, much. yeah. Like you know, do the match. We plan it. Back in the day, we would we would take pride in trying to be the easy guys to work with. Big now, you know, it's just, you know, we, we don't want to fucking, we don't want to be dickheads forcing what we think wrestling should be on anyone. We meet in the middle with everyone. And we've had, you know, I think we've had great matches with a lot of teams. And then afterwards, we fucking, we always got beer on deck and we're ready always to go. Always tear it
0: up. We always tear it up after. That's the fucking, that's the staple I think of us. We're yeah. Fucking
1: always tearing it up
0: after. At that, least, like, hey, man, if we stink it up in the ring,
1: that was. Dude,
0: let's be honest, it doesn't
1: happen too often. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it that, sucks, no. we got beer waiting for us. If yeah, it was awesome, we got beer waiting for us.
2: <laughs> well, either either way, real quick, guys, <laughs> okay. what is the go-to beer for Border Patrol?
1: It, ch- is, it is, changes. Is this
0: where we admit that we're fucking both total, like, craft beer fucking weenies? I mean, yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's
1: crafters, and then sometimes, you know, like, We'll crush like fucking twelve sleeping yeah. lights because they're on sale.
0: Yeah, we're like, oh man, like those go down pretty easy. Like, <laughs> we should get these some other time. Like, <laughs> so
2: is 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 the budget for the night that you know? Okay, we made this much in wrestling. Let's put this in on a twelve pack for the ride home.
1: That oh, yeah, God, yeah, all our money. Like, okay, we get paid like fifty bucks for a fucking show. None of that makes it home. <laughs> buy a bag of weed, buy Wendy's, yeah. and buy beer, and yeah. it's all gone. That's well, it. Every well, fucking time. Night
0: for we've made fucking skins, dude. Like, we've made skins. Lots of money, and then fucking same thing doesn't come home. It's we'll the fuel. It's the fuel for a uh, hell of a ride, isn't
1: it? But yeah, just- you get an extra 20 bucks. It's like, <laughs> all right, let's get some fucking appetizers <laughs> and a margarita at Brown's. House well, after the match. There you go. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, I'm not feeling it, man. Let's just go to Walmart and get some video
1: games. <laughs> also, yeah, we play a lot of video games together, too. Overwatch <laughs> is our main thing. That's the- Oh, yeah. Okay, we played that for four years. So that you, might be
0: ultimately what we've. That's we've, a glue. We've, so, we've yeah, we bonded over that for sure.
2: So you definitely have a bond over video games. What it's a uh, you know, I'm an old dude. Like video games stopped for me a few years ago, and even then it was like you know uh xbox 360 madden and uh yeah. you know things like that you know more sports games but uh w- what is it about games these days that what games do you guys enjoy and uh, what is it about you guys can play online together from different places right
1: all the time yeah, we do all the time the main game we legit play is we bought a game called overwatch i bought it initially and i told Nick because i like, did you'll be into this shit i was like i'm harsh into it yep. we bought it it's been out for a fucking while, man. I wanna say it's yeah, out it's for like, six it's years. Like five,
0: six years. Oh yeah, for sure. I think it's twenty fifteen.
1: We, we legit haven't like usually, you know, with like gaming friends, like, oh I'm kinda of sick of this game. Let's try something else. <laughs> Me and Nick, every time it's Overwatch. Yeah, it's rip a like, we, little. We, we we've been playing that shit for six years straight, man. And yep. we just get you know, we just laugh our bags off on that just we you know, do a voice chat just like this. And, like, we're we'll just talk to people on our team and shit. Like, you know, no, randoms no. will come in and, like, <laughs> and we just have a ball. Man. It's, like, almost like doing prank calls. Like, we're not offending anyone or anything. But, like, Nick will just say something stupid and I'll just go along with it. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a farmer from Idaho. It's like. Pretend <laughs> <laughs> we don't
0: know each other? Just meeting each other for the first time? Oh, man.
2: You guys are
0: like.
2: You guys are like trying to scam the league, aren't you? <laughs>
1: Big, yeah.
2: Time. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Big <laughs> time. Anyway, man, let's jump to another uh, wrestling uh, thing the Pacific Northwest tag team scene. There are so many tag teams out here, really great tag teams, man. Uh, you know, yourselves. You know, recently. Um,
0: Everybody else.
2: Everybody else. Um, no, but uh, the Bash Brothers, the the State of Emergency from uh, up there with you guys, the Voros Twins, man, uh, Four yeah, Minutes nice. of Heat, Hall Sisters, the Strays, American Guns, man. What do you think about Pacific Northwest Wrestling tag team scene compared to now, compared to what it may have been a few years ago?
1: It's better than it's ever been. Um. I mean when we broke in it was the guns and Bollywood boys, they had some good matches, but right now I mean you got the guns that fucking kill it and defy every show. Yeah. Um, you know, there's C four, there's the Strays. We had a fun match with them. State okay. of Emergency. The Voros Twins, I think those guys are fucking awesome. Uh
3: okay. four minutes
1: of heat. Fucking yeah. awesome. You got the Wiseman, we've wrestled them tons of times. Yeah. We came up against uh it was a lot of the
0: like our first challenge. Uh, first big run was, um, Nelson Creed and, and Alex Plexus. Yeah. That was like, were... that we learned like tag team, right? Like they were an awesome fucking tag team together. Awesome. And
1: wicked to learn from. Yeah. Both guys have retired now, but both awesome guys took, yeah. took us under their ring and, uh, yeah, couldn't have asked better guys to yeah. break in with really. Yeah. They were,
0: they were great, but uh, tag team now look out, man tag team wrestling i've always said is the best wrestling anyway it's what i'm the most interested in big time you know like that one unit versus one unit fucking themed you know you can slap a team together and it's like oh two guys who don't really go together and bam they make magic happen like you know one-off tag teams like i've uh, tag team wrestling all the way i love it it's it's the
1: best i love tag team wrestling too of course
2: Oh, I enjoy it, man. There's so much storytelling to be in, uh, tag team wrestling. And like I said, there's so many tag teams really going right now. Uh, I can't wait to, you know, see what happens when they, uh, resume wrestling in all these different grace, great places here in right. the Pacific Northwest, man. And, uh, anyway, man, uh, I know someone here has got a dinner plans tonight.
0: Oh, yeah. So it's... I, I, I- I I got time for I got time for another question from from <laughs> I, I got time for another fucking how about we ask Lyle? stupid question about uh, how fucking shit. wicked we are and how much oh, yeah. the other tag teams oh, around here are the shits.
2: I love all my Pacific <laughs> Northwest tag teams.
1: <laughs> yes. All of them. Lyle, who's your favorite tag team of all time? Of I heard all you, time? you say earlier? You said uh that Express? You said you hated Ric Flair?
2: I never hate Ric Flair. Whoa. Whoa. No way. <laughs> oh, that's Bird not true either. Okay. I'm going to answer two questions here. One about Ric Flair. One about my tag team. Ric <laughs> Flair. When I was young, back in the eighties, I hated that guy because he beat up Dusty and Sting and the, you know, the road him him For all the right reasons. reasons. Yeah, but him then off, later, I'm like, man, Ric Flair is the greatest. There ever was, man. He's the GOAT, right? I think he's the GOAT. I still believe that. You know, there's Shawn Michaels. There's Stone Cold. There's Hulk. No. But as far as in the ring, telling stories, just, you know, doing it, Ric Flair is my guy of all time. And, you know, to each their own, right? There's so many, like, great guys, great females, great wrestlers that you can pick so many of
0: these days. But I go with Ric Flair.
1: There's no wrong answer, of course, but yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> Ric Flair is, in my opinion, the greatest professional wrestler that ever lived. Not now, my favorite,
0: but I think he is the best of all time.
1: No, tag he's, team. He's the real
0: boat.
2: Of all time. Let's, Let's see. see.
1: Four
0: horsemen?
2: <laughs> yeah. I do love Tolly and Arn.
0: There, yeah, I was just yeah. going to say. those
2: <laughs> But I got to say, it's a tough toss between Midnight and Rock and Roll, man. Those guys were so yeah. phenomenal. It's all about tag team. I mean, they had a couple Couple of those guys had some decent little singles run back in WCW, NWA. But uh, yeah. Midnight, man, along, especially along with uh, Cornette, it's, it's hard to top those guys for what they did. Uh, I probably put those guys number one. That, that's just me. What about you guys all-time as tag team wrestlers? You want to go first, Nick?
0: Well... Uh, uh, do you want to uh, say it on three instead?
1: I'm <laughs> oh, just going to shoot it out right now. I, I think I know yours. Mine is different, but I think my favorite personal tag team. Okay, ready? Three, two, three, two, one. one. Dudley's.
2: Dude, Dudley's. That the
1: area we grew up in, though. Yeah, big time.
2: Dude, the Dudley's were badass. Those matches they so, had in ECW. The who matches, better, TLC, right? like, Hardys, all those guys. But you guys as tag team wrestlers, explain it to me.
0: Dude, how else do you make, like, you can call it what it is, but like, okay, here comes the Dudley boys. One's big, one's small, one's black, one's white. And they're like, oh, by the way, they're brothers. <laughs> check they go, check this shit out. And then they start fucking bumping all over the place. I fucking, I don't know, man. Right from the start, I'm like, Devon rules one yeah. of the most underrated wrestlers of all time, Devon Dudley, man. Wow. I, I fucking love him. He's so good. And uh Bubba Ray, man. he stood the test of time.
1: <laughs> Bubba Ray, yeah. I I love the Dudleys too. I I was a huge fan of all the obviously all the tables and shit. I think the 3D is the best tag team finisher of all time.
0: For sure. I
1: don't know, man. That but,
0: device is pretty gross sometimes. I,
1: yeah, that's also a fucking yeah. great finisher. But uh Hardy's it, just you know, biased as fuck. Growing up watching them was my favorite, but I've been watching a lot of Midnight Express recently too. And man, they're fucking tough to beat. The The Hardys and Dudley's are good at like the the hardcore matches with ladders and tables and chairs, and they're innovative as fuck with that. But for straight up just tag team wrestling, I mean, current day it would probably be like Undisputed Era. I fucking love those Young mm-hmm. Bucks are maybe my favorite tag team, and then FTR. And then like, yeah. FTR yeah like all those guys are fucking tremendous so it's either a tie between Hardy's or young bucks for me for goats and then Mm -hmm. midnight express is rising rapidly but the more I watch man I mean they're so fucking good
2: yeah go back check out all that stuff on uh, WCW Saturday night and the old NWA stuff Uh, man uh, midnight express really really good stuff you know there were so many good tag teams back then too like you know rock and roll and Garn and Tully, the road warriors, the Freebirds. There was, there's a lot of talent.
1: I just fucking love Bobby.
2: Oh, he's phenomenal. He could even do it. He was a singles man. He, he had a good run as singles singles, uh, probably the TV champion, I think for a while or something like that.
1: Yeah. He is fucking so good, man. Everything he does looks so good.
2: Oh man. Anyway, man, it's probably time to, uh, head out for the evening.
0: I got to um, go, go get my spaghetti bowl and A's, man. Spaghetti you bowl.
2: Nice, man. Where are you I don't going know. For I don't know. That was
0: just the first thing I thought of. Where, where are you guys going for this big meal tonight? Buddy, never mind. I'm not leaving my house. It's COVID rules, dude. I'm not. Don't die. I was
2: going to say, I don't know how it works Skip in Canada. Dishes. I'm not Canadian, <laughs> yeah. bro. He's got, you
1: know, I got huge dinner plans. He's ordering <laughs> two of those long, skinny, weird chicken <laughs> sandwiches from BK. <laughs> I'm, looking at,
0: <laughs> I'm looking at the guy outside my window right now. Skip the dishes, dude. Keep <laughs> telling him one second.
2: He's, like, trying to deliver. We're in here doing a podcast. But, you only uh,
0: half-ounce, bro? <laughs> What's a, oh, that's do right. a podcast.
2: You get delivery everything up there, you goddamn Canadians. <laughs> I love you guys, man. Anyway, man, uh, what kind of merch can we find out there for either of you or the Border Nothing. Patrol?
1: Nothing. I think you can go to <laughs> Valley Village and find a Ferdy yeah. shirt. Yeah, there's nothing out there, man. We're horrendous at that side yeah. of wrestling. If you fucking tweet me and say you want a Border Patrol shirt, I'll make one for you and send it to you. Yeah. And whatever it costs me, I'll I'll ask for that money back. We, but right now, there's are, no, there's nothing, especially with COVID. We right. are
0: kind of ignorant about that kind of shit. Like we're we're in it for the uh, we're in it for the wrestling and the good times. We're not in it to make money off you guys. Sorry to say, like we don't want to throw and merch around and shit. Like, come on.
2: Oh, that. You guys need a manager. I'm, I'm here to kidding. help I'm
0: out. We, you can be I'm, our Jim Cornette. There we go. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's a stash of Good brother shirts somewhere.
1: I have some of my in my storage locker. So if anyone hears this and wants one, yeah, message me on Twitter at Fergie Wrestler, <laughs> and I will ship it to you. And you know what? <laughs> fuck it. If if a whole bunch of
0: people want it, if a whole bunch of people say fuck it, bring those baseball tees back or something. Fuck it. We'll get. We'll find a way to get them done.
2: There we go. Just do it like a, a you know a pre order. There you go.
0: Or harassment,
2: just harass Fergie. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. And uh, you know, there's probably not a thing for both of you on social media at one point here, which you should have, by the way. Let's get on that shit. Sorry, as a fan
1: (laughs) of your product,
2: by the way. But uh, what's the social media for you, Fergie, and then you, Nick?
1: I think it's Fergie Wrestler on Twitter and Instagram. It is. Yeah, so boom, there it is. That uh, <laughs> that's both. Wait, yeah, for Fergie, me.
2: before you go though, and we get to nick on that. There's a dog on your um on your um Twitter. A Who's that Who's Kingston. that sweet pup? I'm a big Oh,
1: Kingston. That is Kingston. That's, that's Kingston.
3: Kingston.
1: Yeah, that's my dog. That's your current yeah. dog. Beautiful dog. Beautiful dog. Life-changing dog. I got that dog a couple years ago. Absolute legend. He
2: is. I love that. We lost our dog about friends, a actually. month and a half ago, two months ago. So I'm a, I'm a huge oh. fan of dogs. You Big lost mind.
1: your dog two months ago, you said?
2: Yeah, we lost a uh, little wren. He was a little Pekingese type dog. Uh, he had lung oh. issues. Uh, you know, we got him from the, the pound. We brought him home. We brought him back to life. We had him for about two, three years. You know, the best years he could bring to us, the best years we could give to him. And then, uh, you know, he had That's to all go. That's an asshole, man. Yeah, take that's that. all we can do.
0: Well, I'll that's tip, that's I'll awesome. Tip, I'll tip one back for the for the little
1: pooch right now. I'm gonna drink for him right now. And good for you, man, for changing that dog's life, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, as as cliche as it is, like you know, Kingston was a rescue too. But I mean, nice. I don't, don't want to say he rescued me, but like you know, like he definitely changed my life. Yep. Like I, these dogs, man, you can't take them for granted. They're fucking. Just the best.
2: They are. And, Nick, I see uh, here a picture of you and your bald head. Uh, You know, (laughs) I'm just trying to be funny, man. You noticed? I noticed, man. I'm a shaved head myself. I'm a shaved head.
0: I wear and own so many fucking hats. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God,
2: guys. But anyway, man, uh, you know, if the folks out there, we're getting back to it hopefully this year. If there are some people out there that need to book you guys singly or as a tag team, how yep. do they do that? my friends
0: so hit, you hit me up, you hit me up at fucking BlastFingerton Fingerton on Twitter or you hit me oh, up at, uh, at, that at, username at n mcgregor fifty eight on Instagram or you hit up Ferg and you just say, "Hey, um." I want to pay you guys next to nothing and have you yeah. all kill yourselves yeah. and drive all the way down here for free yes. and uh, have you wrestle people you never heard of and steal yeah. the show. And uh, we'll maybe read it and maybe so,
3: left you. On.
2: So I could book that in my backyard. Maybe you guys will show so, up you know, if I throw
3: yeah. the money at totally
0: hey. I'm totally just fucking playing. Um, but just hit us <laughs> up. We, we, we would fucking love to wrestle for you.
1: Come, oh. and, come yeah, and have
0: a cheap for you.
2: <laughs> hey, <laughs> very cheap.
0: That <laughs> thing way.
2: aside, man, there's a lot of great promotions that are hopefully going to be coming back here. I know you guys great did time. some work with uh, WAC and Defy and a lot of I other love places.
0: WAC. Max, yeah. what a nice guy! I, I, every time I've been, I went down to WAC as a ref, went down and wrestled there. They've always been so fucking cool. I love yeah. those
1: guys. Yeah, I love WAC I love all the promotions around here, man. Uh, I can't wait for COVID to fuck off. And first thing we're doing is meet up with you, Lyle. We're having a fucking massive plate of nachos. there we go, oh, brother baby. And we're cracking the go. beers, and we're having a fucking good time, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, and then I gotta get my ass up to Canada,
1: yeah I'll take so I some can see pizza.
2: some shows up there all star wrestling uh you know if e c c dubs coming back for some shows, you know. All that kind yeah. of stuff. I don't know what's going on. It's not my, you know, thing. I just show up when there's wrestling shows, but... Uh,
1: you fucking hit us up before you do if you're up here, man, and we'll fucking yeah, take man. you out. Nachos yeah, and, on us. And there Freddy we go. Dealing, too. And Freddie, I know you're listening to this, Freddie. If you don't want to meet, that's cool, but I want to buy you a fucking beer.
0: Yeah, we owe you a beer, Freddie.
2: Let me tell you about Freddie real quick before we go.
0: Please.
2: I've invited him to even be on the opening of the show.
0: Ooh. Oh,
2: He's too cool. He, oh, yeah. he, he doesn't like to do that kind of thing. He's a good, good person, good, good human yes, being, and uh, I love that guy. He's been a big supporter of this podcast, big supporter of you guys. Uh, it's not his thing, but uh, maybe someday we'll get him.
1: That's his deal, though, man, is he is so complimentary of everyone. Yeah. He doesn't want the light on himself. He's, He's a very elusive. selfless dude. <laughs>
0: He's but
1: I, I'm going to tell you this now, Freddie. I fucking love coming on Twitter. You always make my day when you say something nice about us or after a match, it it goes a long way, man. So, Freddie, you don't want the limelight? That's cool. You don't want to meet person? That's cool. I s- really appreciate you being a fan, and you kick ass.
0: Yeah, you're yeah. a cool dude, man. You've always, like I said, you've always had fucking good picks and everything. You're always like, number oh, one man, fan. Border Patrol fucking killed it tonight. Love seeing these guys. <laughs> Even if we fucking,
1: fucking went in irritating. there, and took a shit in the middle of the ring, and our <laughs> match sucked. Hey, Freddie liked it. I released it. didn't said he liked it we don't know what he looks like, so we just, like, flipped him off afterwards and,
0: fuck you, man. Leave us alone.
2: <laughs> I know. He's top secret, man. He's a good, good dude. And uh, I can't wait yeah. to meet him myself when I'm able to cross Take that time. border and get up and uh, meet you guys and a whole bunch of other people. And, uh, dude, uh, you know, I think you almost said it already, but uh, any final thoughts before we uh, head off into the uh, great unknown tonight?
1: I'll let Nick cover this one, Nick.
0: Any last thoughts? Um yeah, man, uh, to anybody <laughs> out there who's uh, who's a fucking fan of wrestling, which is all you guys who are listening, um, let's fucking keep supporting it. Keep it going. Wrestling's like the coolest like, I don't know, even if you don't like art and combat and shit like that, there's something for everybody in wrestling. Yeah. Uh, keep her going. Keep supporting your like, local biz. Keep supporting your local podcasts. Keep supporting, yeah. uh, supporting uh, them wrestlers selling the t-shirts. Keep supporting everybody. Um, yeah, man, I've I've had a good time. Thank you. Um, yeah, thank you lot. Uh, yeah, man. Thanks a lot. And, and let's just uh, let's just fucking keep her going, guys. Let's, let's just keep positive.
1: Keep yeah, head, keep man. Anxious up. times forever right now with COVID. I mean, I could tell everyone is like, if you had a bit of anxiety before this shit, you got a ton of it right now. I mean, a lot of people are feeling rough these days. But keep swimming, folks. I mean, better days are lying ahead. The vaccine's out now. You can see the light at the end of the tunnel and fucking... Before you know it, we'll be balls deep in some nachos watching some pro wrestling, I fucking promise you.
2: And if there is a better final thought out there than that, I don't know what it is, man. But, uh, <laughs> man, Nick, Fergie, thank you so much for uh, coming on tonight. Thank you so much for being patient with me on a couple of reschedules. You know, you know, this That's is my right. hobby. I love to do it. It's not my job, so sometimes I got to work some stuff around. But uh, I appreciate yeah. you guys so much. I cannot wait. To see you guys in action again Live, on demand Whatever it might be And uh, you guys Take it easy tonight And have a good night
0: You're fucking firing me up man Holy shit, I wish I was wrestling right now (laughs)
2: this episode recorded at the bigfoot headquarters this has been a swagamore production production